Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Plus Model Radio. I'm your host, Shanice Lewis. Today is Monday, August 4th. Thanks for tuning in. I've got a fantastic show lined up for you this evening. But before we get started, a few announcements. Misfit launches Clothes Gone Wrong Plus Size Model Contest. Starting this month and continuing bi-monthly for the rest of the year, Misfit will begin seeking photo submissions from frustrated fashionistas showing off their worst-fitting outfit for a chance to win $200 worth of free misfit clothing and an opportunity to bask in the spotlight. In addition, contest winners will be entered for consideration to become the next misfit top model. The grand finale winner will be flown to Los Angeles for a complete makeover and fashion shoot to be featured as Misfit's new top model. For more information about the contest, visit Misfit.com. Are you serious about a career in plus-size modeling? If so, consider boosting your online presence and opportunities with a listing in the Plus Model Directory. A listing in the Plus Directory let us know that you're serious about being a Plus Model. Our staff looks to the directory to book models for upcoming editorials as well as spotlight models opportunities for the magazine. The directory also links prospective clients directly to your current online portfolio, which you maintain and update. The Plus Directory is a client's one-stop source for finding and booking curvy talent serious about the industry. So what are you waiting for? Join today. Log on on plusmodelmag.com and click on Directory. Now on with the show. Joining us later will be Plus Fashion Designer Abby Z and the fabulous Lisa Scott, but up first is Shantae Gordon. Shantae Gordon is a beautiful plus-size model who moved to New York in June 2004. In four short years, she's been able to accomplish so much, including being a toured model search winner and modeling on BET's Rip the Runway. In addition, she is very active in the plus-size community, and today we're going to find out everything she has going on. So let's welcome Shantae to the show. Thanks, Shanice. Hi, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good. Thanks for joining us this evening. Thank you so for having me. Tell us, how did you get started as a plus-size model? Well, you know, like most of the ladies, I'm sure, someone came up to me and said, you know what, you're really pretty. You should really think about getting into modeling. And mm-hmm. I'd just gotten out of undergrad and, and didn't really know much about it. I mean, when I was a kid, I always wanted to do pageants and stuff, but because mm-hmm. I was heavier, my mother pretty much discouraged me 
from that. So, you know, older and, and not really, you know, thinking much of how I looked, of course. When someone said that to me, I was like, well, hmm, maybe I should look into this. And so I went out and I, and I did basic research. I was in Chicago at the time, so um, there were a couple of agencies there that I looked into and, uh, and went around, maybe started taking some pictures, and just slowly worked my way into it. It wasn't like an overnight thing where someone was like, wow, these are great pictures and wanted to sign me. It was really a lot of doing the local circuit and grinding and just trying to find my way in it. So you mentioned the local circuit. You lived in yeah. Chicago before you moved to New York. So mm-hmm. while in Chicago, did you have uh, modeling opportunities there, or was it really scarce? It, it was scarce for me. Again, I did a lot of local things. Like I would do, you know, fashion show fundraisers for, you know, different governmental-like events. Like someone was trying to get elected for something, and they wanted to fundraise, and so they did a show, and I was a part of it. Or, you know, different civic-type events, various things in the city, um, Urban League, those types of things. But it wasn't a lot of opportunities for, like, paid professional jobs? Not for me. Yeah, honestly, it wasn't for me. I don't think, because Chicago is the Midwest, obviously, and they have a certain look, um, Mm -hmm. very commercial. Mm -hmm. And at the time, I, you know, had dreadlocks, and I was going through this whole phase, and so I don't think my look necessarily fit the market. But on my own, I was able to get, you know, just, again, little gigs, you know, ways of really just kind of getting myself out there, getting used to being in front of people in that way, and um, just trying to make a name for myself. But, yeah, because of the the way the market is, I don't think I would have really, and I wasn't, that successful in it. So why did you decide to take the leap from Chicago to New York? Um, I was actually in grad school at the time and getting my master's in arts management. My focus was the music business. And so I had an opportunity to come to New York for an internship in, at a music company, a major record label. And I, I always knew that at some point I was going to end up in New York. I just didn't know how. And it oh. seemed like that was my opportunity. So I, so I jumped for it. So your move had nothing to do with pursuing a career in my Not at all. Not at all. It was just kind of one of those, well, I'm here, and I kind of like what I was do, what I started in Chicago. Why don't I see what I can make happen? So That's really how it came once you moved to New York, did you find it hard to adjust um, and start getting work with modeling in the New York scene? Um, well, I was fortunate enough to already know some of the models that were here, like uh, Madeline Figueroa and now Madeline Jones. Uh, we met at a shoot out in Arizona, actually, and we maintained our relationship, friendship, and I knew her, and through her, she she kind of pulled me into the scene a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I was able to link up with Gwendolyn DeVoe, DeVoe Signature Events, and really that was my main step into the business, and she really helped me get it together in terms of um, getting my look together, getting my walk together, and just really helping to develop me as a model. She was really integral in that whole process. So you and went again, to the Plus her, Academy? I wasn't in the Plus Academy. She was having a casting, and mm-hmm. I went to one of the castings, and I was chosen as one of her models. But um, Diva, as we call her, is very good at putting, like, her girls through boot camp regardless because she wants her shows to be of a certain quality. Mm-hmm. So regardless of if you go through the camp or not, she's going to give you some tips, and, and you're going to have rehearsals, and you're gonna, she wants all her models to be at a certain level. So she's going to invest in you. But it wasn't necessarily formal training like you get at the Plus Academy, but mm-hmm. it was similar type of training and the same information, really. So I got the same. Any, if anybody goes to the Plus Academy, I got the same basic boot camp <laughs> style training that they got. Well, good. That was good information mm-hmm. to, to yeah. your foundation. Yeah, exactly. And it's, so, and it's worth it. So 
um, one of the things I mentioned in your intro Uh was that you were a model search winner for Torrid. And so with the recent model search going on, I know a lot of people are interested in hearing about your experience as being a Torrid model search winner. Um, it was amazing. I, um, I actually, they didn't have, when I went, I think it was 2006, they didn't have a call in my area, in the New York area. The closest one was in Ben Salem, Pennsylvania. Oh. And so I, the reason why I went out, I was like, well, hmm, there's probably going to be less competition. Really, it was, it was a strategic move on my part because I figured the New York girls weren't going to go to Pennsylvania. Right. So I woke up and I got in my car and, and my fiance and I drove out there. And, and how far a drive was that? Uh, about an hour and a half, hour okay. and a half to two hours out. Um, and so we just we got up Saturday morning early and then we drove out there and stood in line and just waited and, uh, you know, kind of made my way through. And, and, and it was one of those things where you got up there mm-hmm. and it, it, something just clicked. And I just I, I went into my model <laughs> mode and, and I made it happen and you can kind of see the judges looking at you a certain way and I I felt really good afterwards. So and, how were you, how did you um, find out that you won? Oh my God, that was a funny story. I was actually like on my deathbed. I was in the car. It was one day after work and I was ill. Like I had the worst cold. I felt like I had like walking pneumonia or something. And mm-hmm. I was laid out in the car. Just you know the seat was all the way back. Mm-hmm. And I get this phone call on my cell phone and it's um. God, I forget the girl's name that called me, but it was a California number. It was an L.A. number. Mm-hmm. So I pick it up, and, and I'm like, hello? And she says, hey, Shantae, it's, I, can't, I think it's Virginia or something. It's Virginia from Torrey. Do you know why I'm calling? And I started screaming. Uh, you already <laughs> automatically, knew. Automatically, my cold just went away. <laughs> it was the best thing ever. Like, for that, just those couple of minutes, I was fine, perfect, in perfect health. <laughs> and so, so from called, that, you... You were mm-hmm. able to be in a um, campaign for Tori. Yeah, I, I went out there for the shoot, and I met a couple of girls, and, and they, you know, they put the pictures on the website, and, and they brought us back for one of their national conventions. And then from there, one of the producers of um, one of the national campa- campaigns saw me and liked my look and, and wanted to work with me. So then I did actually get a national campaign out of it. Wow, so that's... Mm-hmm. That's a, a great story for the girls out there that yeah. you never know what can happen, so you yeah. can always you just gotta, try. You just got to so, put yourself out there. One of the other things that you did that I know a lot of girls want to know about is Rip the Runway. Yeah. How <laughs> did you get the opportunity to participate in Rip the Runway on BET? You know, it's really a matter of being in the right place at the right time and being prepared. Like Because they don't do an official and, and casting call well, or anything. Well, they... they Let's see, the first year, they didn't do an official casting. Um, mm-hmm. It was just, and actually the first year seemed to me was like the biggest year because we had more plus girls on there. There were right. more designers. Um, it was really like this is the first time we're doing this. Let's see how it works. Let's pull everybody in. And just out of networking and knowing who I know in the city and in the community, I got pulled into it, and it was great. And then from that, you know, meeting the designers and doing everything and, and networking again, I was able to do it for a second year. So I did it in 06 and 07. So do you find you can get a lot of jobs just by networking and putting yourself out there, mm-hmm. even if you don't have an agent, networking is key? Absolutely, especially for Plus, because it's, although we've made a lot of strides, we still aren't in the fashion world seen in the same light as like the straight size models. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the work you do get is by either association, networking, someone seeing your, your profile online or, you know, being with friends, you know, seeing your friends, having some of your friends as, as some of their models and asking the girls 
for recommendations, for new faces. So it's all about you really just got to hustle. It really right. is a hustle. Like even with an agent, honestly, Shanice, because I, I have an agent. I have a couple of people, you know, agencies that I work with non-exclusively. Mm-hmm. And I'm still ha- having to put myself out there. Right. I still have to find my own jobs. So right. it's not a guarantee that just because you have an agent that you're going to get all this work, it makes it easier because they have the connections. Right. But you still have to put in the work. So uh, besides modeling, one of the things that you're involved in right now is um, you with plushes. Yeah. So do you have a dance background? How did this happen? Um, I always loved to dance. Dance was because I'm a musician since by training, but mm-hmm. dance was always my really my first love, but my mother never could get me to like dance classes, so mm-hmm. I kind of ended up doing music. But um, in college and afterwards, I danced heavily. Like I was in performance groups, and I went was on scholarship at various dance schools, and, and I kind of did it like that. So when this opportunity came up, um, I met Natalie actually on MySpace and uh, mm-hmm. started a dialogue with her, and, and when she got to the point where she wanted to incorporate dancers, she gave me a call, went to a couple of auditions, and I was one of the, uh, I think there were three of us that she chose initially. And so, I yeah, should and say I to that. those listening that's not familiar with plushes, it's like oh. a plus size. Uh, yeah, it's like a plus size collective. Like it's it's really, it focuses on music, but there's also dance, and then there's um, any sort of performance or plus related, like there's clothing, there's, there's any sort of aspect of plus life, it, it's part of this group. And they also um, did our opening theme yeah, song. Yeah, exactly. I was in my chair dancing to that because, of course, we have a little routine <laughs> to it. <laughs> so another thing, and you're in so much stuff. Like I said, I you're very I'm all involved. I'm all, yeah, I, that's one thing I, I really kind of say is, is like I, I do modeling and I do music. Those are the two things that I focus on. Like, And they're intertwined because the music – well, the independent project, which I think you're getting to, is the whole Maisha thing. Right. Um, the independent projects that I work on tend to be in the plus community. Right. And, of course, I plus model. So I'm very much, like, in it. I'm an activist. Like, I'm all for it. <laughs> so, like you said, currently mm-hmm. you're working on Maisha's online yeah. marketing team. So tell us more yeah. about that briefly. She, uh, Maisha is a new progressive soul artist off of the Usonia. It's an independent record label called Usonia. And uh, she is an R&B artist with some infusion of pop and funk and and it's just it's, and some rock and it, it's a really really fun project. The, the cool thing about Maisha is that um, she is a plus model. She's a Ford Plus model, but she she says that that's her day job. And actually, mm-hmm. being a singer songwriter is her passion, and that's really what she wants to do with her life. Yeah. So that whole connection came about because um, one of my music connections knows that I model. And he was like, hey, I'm working on this project. I want to bring you in. And so that it's just downhill from there. So that's the networking thing again. Mm-hmm. Again, it's all about networking. It's all about who you know. But you also have to be prepared and you have to be able to follow through. So what tips can you give to ladies out there that want to model but don't know how to get started? Um, I would say research, research, research. Know the industry. Know who the players are. Um, know who, you know, what agencies are in your area. Nationally, if you're in a smaller market, work your market, um, ask to do shows. Um, you know, if there's a bigger market nearby, maybe go there, uh, go to calls. Just know, set yourself up as a business. That's a big one. Mm-hmm. Sit down and plan and figure out how much you're going to invest in yourself mm-hmm. and in this new venture and really approach it as such. And if, and if it's something that you, you, 
you start and you don't feel like you want to pursue, that's fine. You'll still learn a lot that can help you in other aspects of your life. But if you're going to continue with it, then, you know, you're going to be in it for the long haul, hopefully. And you just you have to be open to learning and growing and doing everything you need to do for your business because, in essence, you are your business. That's right. So do you have anything coming up we can be on the lookout for? Uh, yeah, actually, I do. I just got word that the um, the Tyra segment that I taped <laughs> earlier this year, like March of this year, is finally going to air on September 1st, and the segment is called Beauty in Black and White. So hopefully I'm not on the editing room floor and you guys will get to see me, but that um, yeah, that's coming up September 1st. And you said that's on the Tyra Banks show? The Tyra show. Banks show, yep. Okay, so we'll definitely be looking out for that. Hey, and thank let you. everybody know how um, we can book you. Do you have a website address? Well, I'm working on my website now, but in the meantime, you can reach me on MySpace, and it's myspace.com forward slash MissGordon77, and that's M-S-G-O-R-D-O-N-7-7. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. You had a lot to talk about. Yeah, I know. <laughs> thank you so much for having me, Shanice. I appreciate it. All right, and have a good day. Thanks, you too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So that was Shantae Gordon. And you see she's very involved in the PLUS community, and it shows you how networking can take you a long way. So you have to make sure that, you know, when you network, you be professional and Keep yourself professional at all times because you never know who can help you in the future. So up next is Abby Z. Abby Z is a plus-size designer who caters to the fashion-conscious plus-size woman who appreciates fashion trends. Emmy, Cameron Mannheim, Carney Wilson, Queen Latifah, and Monique are just a few of the stars who have been spotted on TV screens and red carpets wearing Abby's signature double heart tunic or jeans. Abby's dream has been to open her own boutique store, and that dream has finally become a reality as Abby prepares to open her flagship store in Soho this fall. In addition to an entire store dedicated to offering her great styles, Abby's store experience will include accessories, makeovers, fashion seminars, special events, and more. So let's talk about this new store with Abby. Abby, are you there? I am here. How are you doing? How are you? It's so nice to talk to you. You too. Thank you for joining us. Absolutely. So how did you get started as a designer? How did I get started? I couldn't be busier. Let me tell you, it's crazy. We're, first of all, we're opening next week. Mm-hmm. So you know, August 13th, August 15th. So I can't wait to see everybody down there. And I started, I moved to New York um, designing kids' clothing. I was a Dillard's buyer, and I went through a training program. Mm-hmm. And then um, a kids' company moved me to New York City, and then I started designing um, for a clothing company called Side Out Sport, and I launched volleyball clothes, and then I decided 10 years ago to start my own company. So, so what made you want to cater to plus-size women? Well, I was always going to events, and people had been stopping me on the street and saying, where did you get this? And I was like, I made it, and I designed um, for, you know, people in the music industry, MTV, VH1, and I helped launch America's Next Top Model. So I was doing all these um, straight sizes, and I just decided everyone wanted to know where I was getting my clothes, and so I just decided that we all needed to get dressed, and too many people were asking me, and it was right in front of me, so I went for it. So here we are. 
So wait, let's rewind. You said you helped launch <laughs> America's Next Top Model? Yeah, I helped launch the first uh, series with Tyra. I was her event coordinator. Oh. And I got a call from the writers when they were trying to, I know a lot of people don't know that, um, when I, when they were trying to come up with a title and they flew me out to California. And, yeah, I was part of all of the New York events. And when somebody would walk the catwalk with Jay, then I would bring them over to Wycliffe Studio and the Palm Steak and Lobster Restaurant donated lobsters. And we had so much fun doing different kinds of events after, you know, you know how the show works. Right. So that was that was really fun. So yeah, I did that for a little bit. Yeah, I've kind of touched a little bit of everything. And then I've just been focusing on sizes 12 to 24, really, for the past four years solely on that. And so what types of clothing do you carry? The Well, I, I launched my whole clothing line at Saks Fifth Avenue. That happened four years ago. Okay. And then it rolled into Nordstrom's and Lord & Taylor and Dillard's. And it's really it's sportwear, it's streetwear, it's contemporary. You know, I, I travel all over the world, and I watch the catwalks, and I really try to give you what's exactly happening out there in the fashion that I've always designed for. So what are the – well, you tell us the sizes you carry already. But what's yes. the price range? Well, the price range, it kind of depends. You know, when it comes to jeans, they'll be from probably about $88 to 125 mm-hmm. Um, You know, my basic core items, your pair of slacks, your skirts, uh, all the different core items, your solid knit tops, your organics, so probably range from about 58 to 150 mm-hmm. And then probably on the silk charmeuses and some of the really elegant pieces that you'll wear for your evening and after five cocktail, probably range from about 150 to about 250 So what sets your clothing apart from others that will make women want to invest this type of money in the quality pieces? Well, if you've ever walked into any contemporary trend store, you will see, and if you want to get dressed and look like your friends and not just what people are offering today, I don't think there's a dollar value on what I'm about to give them. So if, if people are ready to get dressed and feel beautiful and have things fit, which we have spent you know, 10 years working on this, um, mm-hmm. you just have to come try it on. And if it feels good... Sometimes you just have to say, I want to be fashionable, that this is what life's about, fashion and looking good. So I try not to talk about so much about the money and it's more about, you know, being sexy at any size is really is really my point. Mm-hmm. You know, go out there, show what you have, enjoy who you are, embrace who you are, and get dressed. You know, my other slogan, Shanice, is it's good to be me. And I love when all, all, all my girls, like, write in and tell me why it's good to be them. And we will start putting different girls on there. We already have started with some of the model team mm-hmm. of why it's good to be them and, and answer that question. So I hope everybody will write me to the website and tell me why it's good to be them. And we will be doing all different kind of optimum styling seminars at the store mm-hmm. in Soho. The address is 57 Green. I didn't know if you had that between Spring and Broom. So we'll be having seminars. We'll be having the celebrities are coming in on September 6th. And I'm going to let all the curvy girls know about the VIP party, which will be during New York City's Fashion Week, the Mercedes-Benz Fashion Week. Yep. And we actually, we we were invited to do actually the 10th to be the first plus-size show, but 
with the stores being birthed, actually there's two stores. One's in Roosevelt Field, Long Island next month. We're going to wait till September, and I'll be looking for models and makeup artists and everybody that's just been so gracious and has helped me along the way. Shantae's been one of my models, and Lisa Scott's been one of my models, and I, I, I love them and adore them, and they they work it, and they embrace who they are. And, you know, they never really talk about the money as much as, you know, where do I get this, how do I get this, mm-hmm. you know, why isn't this being offered by so many people? And I just, you know, I want to wear beautiful printed silk tops. Right. So people should just come in, try it on. I'm going to also offer one week of free styling for everybody, um, August 25th to August 31st in the Soho store. Okay. So if you if you call my office number, um, you can also you know sign up, and I'll give you 15 minutes with me. I'll take you around the store, and then my team will definitely head to toe. I'm going to have makeup artists in their eyebrows. Uh, George Ramone from 10 Years Younger. You know, he's going to be there doing Thursday night events, which we'll be doing every Thursday. Well, you have so many That's things so much going to tell on. you about. <laughs> so what, what has been your major accomplishment with the clothing line that you're just so proud of? Because you have so many accomplishments. Oh, my well, God. one? I don't know, Shanice. You know, it was written up in Wall Street Journal last week. I mean, that was an amazing oh. feature. Yeah, on July 24th, last Thursday. and. Um, this week I was on Channel 11, and that was, you know, wonderful. And a few of the models, Mia, who I'm sure you know, she came on with me, and we just had so much fun. And, you know, and Suki, who's the, you know, uh, Channel 11 correspondent, she's a 12-14, and she invited me back. And then on Saturday, CBS had my clothing on TV with a purple beaded dress for summer and what you would wear to a wedding for under $200, and they chose my dress. So yeah. it's that that alone... It just makes it all worth it, and you just got to keep plugging through it and design and make sure the production is as beautiful as you can. And and if people keep getting dressed, I can keep getting you know designing clothes. <laughs> so, so what what advice would you give to someone that wanted to start a business catering to plus size women? Because you've done it so well. Oh, thank you. What advice would I give? Um, you know, if you if you believe in you, you can get through it all. Mm-hmm. So advice to going through clothing, you know, when I look for people to hire and to to mentor, and I'm definitely looking for people that, you know, want to get into the business, they can send resumes if they're interested, is can you sketch if you're a designer by hand? Mm-hmm. I love when people are talented and can sketch. If you're a merchant who merchandises, who understands how things, you know, go together on the body, that's called a stylist. So if you want to start your own business, you have to, you, you know, you need money. That's a definite. Mm-hmm. You, you, you know, I went to a business school. I went to Arizona State. I had my business degree. And I went to London, and I, I worked under a designer for a year in England. Okay. And I really, you know, Shantae said it well. I did a lot of networking, a lot. But I love people. I really, 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 truly love people. I travel the world wherever I can from Tobago to London, from Australia to Brazil. The past two years I've really been um, enjoying learning all about the Brazilian culture. Mm-hmm. So I've brought Brazilian um, jewelry in for the opening. And I do have. You think, do you think you're at an advantage with your business towards plus-size women because you are one? Um, I think you have to have the passion and and have a resilient personality to get through something that's mm-hmm. been as hard as this, yes. I mm-hmm. think, you know, being a size 18, walking through 
uh, life in the A circle, in the fashion business, being able to go, you know, up to different walks of life of people mm-hmm. in, in, in these circles and just saying, you know what, I don't look at myself as plus, neither do you. Let's keep it moving. You know, right. I kind of, you just, you have to really, you have to be good between you and you. And that's why I said, you know, come in, come visit me at the store, write to me online. We'll ship you if you're not ready to come into the clothing store. We will do anything to cater to this woman to make her feel good. I've got amazing people. You know, a couple of the girls from America's Got Talent are going to be working in the store. I've got some of the stylists out there from the red carpets. They're going to be working in the store. You know, Shanice, I have worked so hard to put together an amazing team so that it doesn't actually matter what size you are. I'm going to have lingerie, so if your bust size is a size D and up, you can come try on sexy lingerie. Wow. So I'm I'm carrying the lingerie, the jeans, the tops, the basics, the core, some a little bit of active we're going to start with also. So how can someone uh, submit to be a model for your clothing line? Just write to me at the website, you know, www.abbyz.com. And just write to me, and it says on there, contact me. You can contact me about working for me, coming to get a job, design, and, you know, we'll get back to you. I've got a whole team that looks at every single email online. And what kind of pictures do you prefer when models submit to you? When models submit, um, I really, if you're a fit model, I, I truly need a solid 18. That's my core. And pictures, I like everything. You know, I like I like professional shots. I like to see black and white. I like to see color. Um, yeah, it doesn't matter. You know, it's not a Polaroid and it's not a basic. I like to know that there's a professional person that has really worked hard to get to where she is. Right. But we not defi- nothing too risque. Definitely not too risque because that's not that's not what it's about. I mean, you should get a professional shot. I mean, a bathing suit shot is a nice shot. A lingerie shot is always pretty. But yeah, definitely. PG, please. <laughs> but, you know, most most of the girls, I haven't had any issues like that. People that send me pictures have been um, lovely, and I and I love their stories. And if your stories are nice, we'll send you a It's Good to Be Me t-shirt. We really try to get back to everyone. And I have so many lovely people that write to me all the time, and I really do look. Um, I'd say at most of them, at, at, at definitely at one time or another, but I have absolutely written back to everyone personally. So tell us about your store again. Say that um, address again and yeah, what we can be, be on the lookout for. Yeah, Soho, New York City. We're going to open up next weekend um, between the 13th and the 15th at 57 Green Street, like the color green. Okay. And it's between Spring and Broom, and it's 5,000 square feet, and it's 18-foot ceilings, and it's glamorous and beautiful. And come give me a hug. And when are you coming? When I come to New York, you know, I'm in L.A. <laughs> I know you are. Well, we'll be having our big party during Fashion Week on September 6th, so I'll let you know also, and it'll be on the website. And tell us your website and places we can buy your clothing if we don't live in New York, like for me. Well, what we're going to do also is we're going to have we're going to photograph all of the pieces in the store so you can buy them online. So that will be going live in the next couple of weeks. Just go to abbyz.com. And you can also call if you want to come in to meet for a styling session. Ask for Lori at 212-944-8886. And she'll set up the week of August 25th to August 31st for a free consultation and styling you know, seminar event. And is your line also in the department store still? 
It, no, it, I've taken it out because we're relaunching for fourth quarter, so we'll keep you posted on that. Okay, got it. Yeah. Thank but, you. Amazing things to come. Great. Well, thank you so much. You had so much to share with us. Oh, anytime, Shanice. I'm so glad you're doing this. This is wonderful that you have your show. And congratulations on your new store. I would definitely be out there as soon as I get to New York again. Awesome, awesome. Well, keep in touch. Okay. Okay, bye. Okay, bye-bye. So that was Abby Z. If you are in the New York area, make sure that you go and check out her store. She has beautiful clothing and definitely something in there that you would love to have. So last, but definitely not least, is Lisa Scott. Lisa Scott is a pioneer in the plus modeling industry. She was the first African-American junior plus model starting at the age of 17 with the now defunct Plus Model Agency. With over a decade of modeling under her belt, she is one of today's most successful plus-size models. You've seen her in ads for Ashley Stewart, Fashion Bug, and Catherine's, just to name a few. And she is the cover girl for this month's Plus Model Magazine. Let's give a warm welcome to Lisa. Hi, Shanice. Hi. Thank you so much for joining us. Oh, my pleasure. I'm glad to talk to you, too. So you have such a, a broad career. You, like I said in the introduction, one of the pioneers in the plus modeling industry. So, yeah, so how? Huh? <laughs> so they say. <laughs> so I mean, actually, how? it was a lot of us back in the day. It wasn't just me. You know, it was Emmy. It was Catherine Schiller. It was all the fit models, you know, Susan Bishop and uh, Marcy. And, I mean, those girls are still working today. It's just that they're not as acknowledged as someone like me who happens to still be, like, doing print work. Right. You know. So but it was how, a lot do you, of us. how do you think the plus modeling industry has changed over the last 10 years? Oh, my goodness. I mean, starting, like I started in the late 80s. I think I actually started um, in 87. And coming from back then, Shanice, I see tremendous change. And, I mean, I see so much growth. I mean, it had to be probably mm, three or four agencies at the most back then in the late 80s and Mm -hmm. maybe a total of 100 girls altogether. Mm -hmm. And I think what is it now in the year of 2008, I think it's probably over a 1,000 models in the business. I'm sure. I, I mean, it, I see the market as being saturated. I think it's extremely competitive. And the sad part about um, nowadays is it's very hard for a new model to break into the business. Because, well, I mean, on the, on the strength of getting with a, a big agency. Right. You know, like a Ford, a Wilhelmina, or a Click, because these girls have already, you know, they're established. or Right. And they look for you to have a certain amount of work before even signing you. Exactly. And now, I mean, I walked in with literally graduation shots, high school graduation shots that were lousy. I mean, and now you have to have, like, really high-end tests and really show what you can do just to get through an agency door. I mean, it's really, really difficult. So I really feel blessed and lucky to have come aboard into this business during that time period opposed to now because I don't even, 
I doubt very seriously that I could have went as far as in, as far as in my career um, now as I did then, you know, with mm-hmm. the market being so different. But however, on the bright side, I see a lot of changes with um, with the work. The quality of work is a lot better. I mean, when I started, the biggest jobs were like Spiegel. Mm-hmm. And being a woman of color like Essence, I mean, that mm-hmm. was like the only editorial work around. We It was just catalogs and circulars and just really, really crappy stuff that really even the agents back then wouldn't even let you put in your book. Well, what about the sizes? Bad. How has the, the popular sizes changed over the years? You know, it's funny because when I started in the late 80s, I was maybe like a size 10 or 12, and I was considered too small. It really held me back. A lot of clients turned me away. Um, they said I was too small. Back then I was even actually wearing padding. But through the years, having babies and all that stuff, I've I've gotten larger. But back then, size 16 was actually the size to be. Mm-hmm. You know, between like a 14 and a 16, but like the 18s were working, it was tons and tons and tons of like fit work. Mm-hmm. You know, that was the size to be. And I think that's still the standard even today as far as fit work. That's the one thing I have seen that fit never changes. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I see a lot of girls wanting to be in this business and... um you know, it depends on if you really want to make a lot of money in this business, fit is a great avenue to go down because, um, you know, fit ranges for your your agent can get you 125 an hour, and if you're a great fit model, you can make 250 an hour. Mm-hmm. You know, and, you know, you can book for two hours to eight hours a day. It's, it's really great money, and we have uh, girls in the business that just do that and make a living off of doing fit work. It's just a really lucrative part of the business that a lot of people don't know about, but it has all to do with your measurements, being a proper height and the measurements and all that stuff. So do you do fit modeling? I've done, um, I have to be honest, I hate doing fit modeling, and it's um, my measurements are okay for it, but I just find it to be really, 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 time-consuming and demanding, Mm -hmm. you know, and with my kids and my schedule and really me trying to pursue my acting career, it's a little bit too much for me. I have done fit work. I really only work for one client um, right now doing fit work for them, and that's because, Shanice, honestly, a lot of my clients now, it's all about they've known me for so long. We're like family. I go Mm -hmm. up there, and, you know, we're chit-chatting about the kids and husbands and this and that mm-hmm. and it's more like a family kind of thing and that's why I enjoy working for people because I've been working for so long I've done a lot of stuff in my career that to me now it has to mean something to me to take a job it has to be I have to find some kind of fulfillment in it mm-hmm. you know for me to take a job uh, right about now with everything that I have going on you know I'm kind of I'm kind of a different situation you know. So, being that you've done so much, name one accomplishment that you're most proud of from your modeling career. Shanice, I have to say my cover right now for Plus Model Magazine. Really? Yes, because it's been so many years since I've had a cover by myself where I've been on the cover of something by myself. And also because, Shanice, I've been in this business for almost two decades. Mm-hmm. And I've been in this business because I love it that much. You can only stay doing something this long. You have to love it. And from the first moment I went for my first test, Mm 
in the late 80s, it was a love affair with the camera. So, I mean, I love being in front of the camera. I love what I do. But I just like that. I think it's inspirational to girls who are maybe not even as old as me, but who are as old as me and older that, yeah, you know, you're still marketable. Uh, People still want to see you. They're still interested in you. And you can still look really, really nice in an editorial ad. So I'm, I'm, I'm very proud of it. And I have to say, I'm really, I like the pictures that, um, that are in my story that uh, I tested with Luke Jones. And I think I've tested with a lot of photographers throughout the years, but I like, I think he really captured me. Mm-hmm. Like the real true me, mm-hmm. you know, even with makeup and, and hair and everything, I still see me. I see I see more of a natural photograph when I look at those pictures, and I, I'm really proud of that. And they look beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. My mother thinks so, too. She says, oh, he really captured you. I really love his photographs. And I, and I just look at them, and I just see really, I feel that's the way I look. So... I, I'm I'm very proud of uh, my cover. Really proud of my cover. So you know. over your career, you worked as both an agency rep model and as a freelance model. So tell us some of the pros and cons of both. Well, let me tell you, there are um, a lot of pros to working for yourself. First of all, I stay. Let me tell you how I started working for myself. I really want to say this, and um, for people to understand. I was with Ford for eons. I mean, so long Ford models that I even stopped counting. Honestly, I literally stopped counting. I don't even know I've been there. I was there so long. Mm-hmm. But, however, I started so young, and um, there was an agent there that I felt was trying to put me out to pasture, and I probably was about 31 years old at the time, and it seemed like I, I wasn't being supported by him. And even though clients were still calling in for me, he just wanted to um, sign me off. And, you know, I, I dealt with it for a while. I'm a very, very easygoing person. And I, I tried to work with the situation, but it got so bad, Shanice, where clients, because they know me, they know my quality of work, they know what I can do, mm-hmm. they started even call, asking people for my cell number, calling me at home, saying, hey, I called the agency, I tried to book you. Uh, they told me this, they told me that, and I'm like, I'm shocked. So and they would even, give that job to another girl? <laughs> probably, probably so. It even got, I mean, there was even, um, there were even agents, other bookers who would call me and say, hey, Lisa, this client called for you and, you know, pass the word to me because, I, I mean, you know, I, I I pride myself on being an excellent model. And when you're a good model, clients call for you and they want only you. And you can push whoever, but they still only want you. So I made the decision to leave a huge agency like Ford Models, to leave it, go out on my own because, you know, if you're not supported, you don't feel like the agency is behind you, you know, sometimes it's better to not just sit on a board with a bunch of girls and say, oh, you know, I'm with a big, huge agency with this great name. And it really honestly means nothing if you're just sitting there. And I have to say, Shanice, honestly, I have been working more, happier since I've gone out on my own. 
you know, and I have to say I'm with a lot of different agencies. I, you know, I'm constantly networking. I freelance with a lot of agencies that are outside of New York, which supplements my income because to me this is a business, and I have made a living at modeling and acting. I hear a lot of people say you need a side job. I haven't had a side job in God knows when. Really? You know, in years. This is a business for me, and I I work it. So the the pros is I can negotiate my own money and um, my own time, and um, and um, and and you know I can freelance more. I can freelance mm-hmm. with other agencies. So I'm not signed in New York with anyone exclusive. I'm kind of like spread across the board. I'm constantly doing mailings. It's very important. Keep your photos current. So even as a freelance model, you suggest testing? Testing is key. Testing is everything, everything. You know, keep your, your, all your cards, your comp cards must be current. You must, you, you have to have a lot of them on hand. So you can keep doing mailings, keep sending them out to agencies. You know, you get a call here, you get a call there, it all adds up. Now, the, the, the downside of it is I don't get the the daily jobs, the hourly jobs, the uh, daily go-sees. I do miss out on a lot of big stuff that maybe I feel like, man, I could have booked that mm-hmm. if I would have, you know, gotten a call for it. But um, I'm not saying I will never not sign with an agency again. I'm not saying that, but right now with everything that I have going on in my life with the really trying to pursue the acting I, I, it's just working out that I work for myself um, and do it like this right now. So, you know, being with an agency, is a big agency, is great because they kind of do all the work for you. Mm-hmm. And see, if you're a model that really needs that motivation and right. you need somebody to tell you, take care of everything and just send you the email. If, and say, if you're not a good hustler. Right, you know, then it it works, and I mean, I it works for me because I already had my networking and my connections came from being with a big agency, and working with um, and working with all the clients one on one. That, you know, you know, it's easy for me to just work directly with them now. Then, and you know, years ago, honestly, Shanice, you couldn't dare call a designer. Or an or a client and say, hey, you know, look, I'm Lisa Scott. Uh, let me uh, send you over some photos and, and talk to them directly. That was like a, a taboo. It was a no no to but do that. But now with the internet, you can contact anybody. I am so proud of the girls that are working without an agency. And I mean, the designers like Abby Z, like Monique C, and and it's it's countless other ones that are working with girls without an agency. That is like. That's amazing. That is amazing that they're not going through an agency to get the girls. Not that it's anything wrong with that, but, you know, they're giving girls a chance that would have never been able to get through a door. So it's not all it's cracked up to be. I just want, I hear girls wanting to be with, of course, Ford and Wilhelmina mm-hmm. and Click and the large size agencies. But, but you got to go what's best for you. You have to do what's best for you, and a lot of these agencies, they put you on the board. You know, you have your comp cards, and you're just sitting there, and you're just sitting there, and you're wondering, you know, like, and you're still not happy. You're still not working, and, um, you know, it's not necessarily a good situation, a good fit for everyone. So it depends on, you know, what, what your needs are. 
you know, right now I don't feel that I need to do print work, like a lot of print work. I mean, that's not my passion right now. My total passion is acting. And um, that's another thing. I see a lot of change, as you can probably see, too, on TV. There's so mm-hmm. many more plus-size people in commercials. Right. And, I mean, they're the lead, too. It's not necessarily that we are uh, seen in a negative light. We are seen, even if it is for a plus-size product, at least we are being seen in a positive, you know, uh, we're being seen as pretty, you know, mm-hmm. beautiful. The whole crystal light thing was about uh, the commercial I did for crystal light. It was about size acceptance. It was women of all sizes and shapes and, and making us think that we are beautiful, making us feel that we are beautiful as we are now well, without changing. Of, speaking of acting, uh, you also act besides model. Mm-hmm. And um, one of the things you just said, you was in a crystal light commercial. Tell us some of the other places we might have seen you. Um, I did the Ally commercial, and then I did uh, two different versions of a Heart Association commercial. And a lot of people tell me that they play it on the cable network and in Philly. Mm -hmm. Uh, I live in uh, Queens. I live outside the city, so I hardly never see it. I mean, I got a copy of it from the client, but um, I've done that, and I've done a lot of commercial print work. And which is a very lucrative side of the business. And I wish that girls who, you know, can't do editorial print or are not working in editorial print, I wish that they would, which they, I wish that they would pursue the commercial print avenue of this business because a lot of people don't know it's a really, really lucrative. And to me, it's a much more exciting part of the business. I mean, to me, it's like how many magazines you can do. I mean. I like being on the set. I like the energy of the set. You know, I like standing in. I've stood in for Queen Latifah. I've stood in for Star Jones. I, I, I like being one-on-one with the client, up personal with the celeb. I mean, they treat you so well. I mean, I, I love the whole process of them developing a commercial or movie or whatever it is. So my my passion is really I, I, I like the idea of um of pursuing the acting business for me right about now in my career just works. But it's a really lucrative um, part of the business that a lot of girls, you know, they don't even think about. They're just so focused on editorial, print, or getting into a, um, you know, a catalog or something like that, and, you know, and there's a lot of more avenues. You can it's follow. a lot. It's, it's so many avenues to this business. It's, it's, this business has grown tremendously. And let's not even talk about showroom, which is totally opposite of fit, where you just go and you do showroom all day for the client and you get paid $200 or whatever an hour, and, you know, you work from 9 to 5, and, and you make a great paycheck, and then you can have the whole month free to do whatever you want. You know? That sounds like a winner. It's honey. It's so it can be it can be a win win all all around. But you have to you have to be on your hustle. You have to mm-hmm. network. You have to talk to people. You have to keep yourself out there. You have to like I said, you must do your mailings, get your Ross report. You know, get your backstage. You should be constantly mailing and um, updating your pictures. If a picture is not working, I'm telling you, if you're not getting calls, something's not right. Mm-hmm. Your picture's not working. Something is not working. Now, tell us about the weight of size workshop you have going on. 
Okay, now that was developed many, 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 many years ago. My um, aunt, she was a high school principal, and she she always wanted me to come up and talk to her students about what I did. And I ended up going to the school, and I started talking to the students about, you know, what I did for a living. And after the class, you know, girls were coming up to me and like, oh, I wish I was as pretty as you. And, and, just, and, and, and it's just like, I wish I was as tall as you, and, and and I couldn't believe the the confidence level was so low in these girls. And I'm like, you're beautiful. What are you talking about? Are you kidding me? So I, I went home and I said, you know what, I'm going to revamp my whole speech. And I wanted it to be about you are beautiful, and you and be confident in who you are. And I started doing that. It ended up that the mothers, you know, we would change, exchange emails and telephone numbers. The mothers would start calling me. And it was one mother who asked me, can you please help my mother, help my mother, can you please help my daughter shop for a, um, a prom dress? And from there, it just grew, Shanice. It just took off. And so usually... Every year for PS93, mm-hmm. I will take the, you know, I'll rent probably a van or if I can't fit them all in my car, and I'll take a few of the girls and then we'll go shopping and we'll go to Lane Bryant and we'll go to, you know, we'll go to different little stores and little different stores that I like, the little boutique shops, and find them, you know, something that they would like to wear that's fashionable, that's pretty, and, you know, it just grew from that one time someone asking me to come in and speak at a school. And I just made it into my workshop, and I feel like I'm giving back, and I'm, I'm very proud of the workshop and what, what has come of it. And I and still keep still, in contact with my girls. Is it still going on now, or was this a past project? No, 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 it's still going on. I usually do it every year, the month of May, um, May into June. Uh, during graduation, and I really keep in contact with all my girls, and I'm, I'm I'm watching them develop, and I'm seeing where they're going. And it's not necessarily that they want to be plus models, but I'm just watching them, their growth, and how they are turning into beautiful young women that are very confident in themselves. And I feel that I had kind of like I feel I had input in making them the women that they are growing into. So briefly, tell us if you have any advice for women that want to start a career as a plus-size model? Well, you know what, Shanice, I, it never changes. I, I, it's about research, and I, I'm kind of disappointed because there are so, there's so much to research. There's even books now on how to break into the business and modeling. Mm-hmm. And I go on plusmodels.com from time to time, Mm -hmm. and I see people posting pictures that are inappropriate. Mm -hmm. Um, They just look past the getting started page. They don't Mm -hmm. even read. And I'm like, wow, you know, how do you expect to get anywhere if you won't even research and do your homework on a a business? Right, on a business that you say that you say you're serious about. It's kind of insulting to me, Mm -hmm. you know, being that I wish I wish back in the day that I had all of this access available to me, all of this information. Right. You know, it's incredible information that will it will save you a lot of time. It'll actually, if you read, it'll save you a lot of money. Right. Uh, you know, from making um, uh, bad judgment calls. I mean, it can save you a lot of time if you just read the information that is available. So you got to read. You have 
I'm reading and learning and testing and testing with the right photographers and getting mm-hmm. the right pictures. And I also, I wish that girls would stop taking the cheap route out. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like testing with a friend or, you know, using these digi cameras and, you know, thinking it's the greatest thing since sliced bread. And I'm not saying that you have to spend a lot of money to walk into an agency. Of course, as we all know, you can go in with a digital shot and it'll be fine. But, I mean, honestly, the likelihood of getting taken by an agency now with a digital shot with two digital pictures showing your body and a headshot, it's not going to happen. Right. I mean, it's it's not going to happen. You have to really do a professional test to get in the door now. You know. So do you have anything new coming up we can be on the lookout for? Uh, let me see. I have... Um, a diabetes ad. I forgot the name of the medication, but it's kind of, it's going to be coming out in the fall, and I think it'll be all over the place. Mm-hmm. And I think and I got plus model stuff. magazine, of course. Plus model magazine, yes, plus model magazine. And I have, um, I think I have some stuff coming out in Ashley Stewart, and also Catherine's. I've um, been working for Catherine's. Uh, lately, which okay. is fun because Catherine's has known me since I've had, um, even before. I, it's funny, clients change, but mm-hmm. even though I've never changed, the clients have changed. Like I worked for in the late 80s and the 90s, I worked for Catherine's for like nine, ten years straight, then took a break for a couple of years, and just recently they started booking me again, but it's, it's different clients now. Mm-hmm. They don't even know I'm like the same girl, so it's weird. So tell us, um, do you have a website and how we can go about to book you? I am finally on Model Mayhem. <laughs> so I'm plus model Lisa Scott on Model Mayhem. So, I'm talking about I'm talking about the importance of networking and all of this, and here I am just getting on, you know, Model Mayhem. So. <laughs> <laughs> are, are you on MySpace, or you haven't got the MySpace yet? You know, I had a MySpace page, but somehow it was deleted, and I don't, oh. and I never put it back up. But I had, I was enjoying MySpace. Yeah. I really, really was, and then it just, I don't know what happened. It got deleted, and I just said, oh, whatever, and I forgot about it. But I'm on Model Mayhem for now, and I hope maybe one day to get me a website going. Got it. Well, thank you so much for joining us this evening. It's been a pleasure talking with you. You too. And I, I know I met you briefly, right, at the yeah, you party. Yeah, I, mean, I was so excited. Cause I like, came oh, in for five minutes and, and, and left, and we didn't get a chance to talk. And it's so funny, you know, as you know, I was in L.A. for a long time, and then I just left. Yeah, I missed yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, but we'll get together one of these days. Yeah, so thank you so much, and continued success with your career. Thank you so much, Shanice. All right, talk to you soon. Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye. And that was Lisa Scott, a pioneer in the plus modeling industry and definitely had a lot of good information that all aspiring models should take notes from. So thank you to all of our fabulous guests this evening, Shante Gordon, Abby Z, and Lisa Scott. And tune in to our next show, which is scheduled for Monday, August 18th, and we'll have more plus industry professionals with stories to not only inspire you, but to keep you connected. Visit us online at plusmodelmag.com. And if you're interested in being a guest on the show, email us at guest at plusmodelmagazine.com to submit. 
I've been your host this evening, Shanice Lewis. Thank you for tuning in and supporting Plus Model Radio. Until next time, keep thriving in your curves and be blessed. You can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. (gasps) No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.